Hi there, and welcome back to the Amateur Artsy Podcast. My name's Jackie. And I'm Ashley. And once again, we are recording from different locations. Yeah. This week, yeah. (laughs) This week, we're going to be talking about the... The 1984 um, film, The Gremlins. So, yes. Can we redo that bit? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll get started on the, just a bit of a blurb, a bit of a history of The Gremlins. So, basically, as I said before, it's a 1984 um, film. It's an American comedy horror film, by the way. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> written by Chris Columbus and directed by Joe Dante, with the executive producer being Steven Spielberg. So, mm-hmm. basically, the story follows a young man who receives a strange creature called a mogwai as a pet, which then spawns other creatures who transform into small, destructive, evil monsters. So the film actually draws on legends of folklore of these mischievous creatures that cause malfunctions or gremlins, as they call them, in the British Royal Air Force going back to World War II. I found that interesting because there's a character in particular in the film, if you remember him. Um, Gosh, what's his name? We hate him. His name is... Butterman. His name is um it's right here. I'm pretty sure it's Rand. No. No, I'm wrong. Oh no. I don't know. <laughs> His last name is like Fudderman or some Fundamen. Something like Oh that. Murray Fudderman. Yeah. Um if you remember a few times because we thought he was a pretty problematic character. And he actually Yeah. Um we'll talk about it later, but he refers all of he blames kind of all this on foreigners and he refers a few times to World War II. So he said, Yeah, because he says the foreigners put gremlins in the cars, but we'll come we'll come back to that that later on. But I thought that was a bit interesting because this whole movie's drawing on folklore from like World War Two with like the foreigners and the um British mm. Royal Air Force and stuff. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, we'll come back to that. Um anyways. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes stated that they stated this about the film. So they said, whether you choose to see it as a statement on consumer culture or simply a special effects heavy popcorn film, Gremlins is a minor classic. So referring back to the consumer culture, we'll come back to the later on, but I thought that was very interesting of what they said there. Yeah. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes rates it 84% on the tomato meter and 78% audience score. So, um, the lower ratings seem to deem the humor as, I quote, not dark enough and too childlike. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Because, um, we might get into that later, but I happened to say that several revisions had been made to the to the script and to what was shot in order to make it more lighthearted because it was originally a lot darker. Interesting. Yeah. I was looking through the... Um, I have a few 
reviews, I thought that I'd share mm. the lower ratings on the Rotten Tomatoes site. But yeah, that's interesting. We'll come to that. But um, mm. I I found two interesting ones. So the first person who rated it one and a half stars out of five stars. Oh, you know, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> they basically said Gremlins was not what I expected. It is not entertaining and is rather stupid. End of sentence. I was like, okay. <laughs> What, what do you like they they weren't specific as at all like it's meant to be kind it's it's a bit of a weird concept but i don't know if stupid goes that far and say it's stupid or anything but yeah was- it's like it's it's got some weird moments but mm. um overall like it's kind of a fun watch because mm. it's like it's not meant to be serious oh yeah 100 percent. but this one i found the most interesting and kind of a bit disturbing um so this is half a star, not even one star. Half a star out of five. So prepare yourself. <laughs> so this person said, my amazement that I ever thought this movie is good is matched only by the fury I feel towards Giz- Gizmo's blockheaded owners. Was there ever a more clueless, ham-handed bunch of bunch of unaware Clutzes. They are the kind of people who would dog sit for you and return your dog dead. And then a simple sorry is all they think is needed. As if they just bumped you a little too hard at the grocery store. End of quote. Oh my god. Well, I can understand where they're coming from in terms of like them being like incapable, but that's sort of like that's supposed to be the source of comedy and like the that was that's what drives the plot. Yeah, exactly. I guess they're more referring to the dad because at least the mom sort of mm-hmm. she did more. You know what I mean? Like the dad was dumb. Yeah. But they took it so far with this comment. I was like, whoa, okay, that's a bit much. Mm. But yeah, I was like, damn. Um, but yeah, those are the sort of low rating stuff. Like they kind of a lot of the other comments said similar stuff. How it was dumb and like not entertaining and not dark enough and confusing Mm. but yeah so anyways um it got an imdb rating of 7.3 out of 10 that's pretty good yeah both of the scores are pretty good oh yeah it's it's a it's a decent film like it's quite popular so i wouldn't Mm. expect it to get that low but yeah um yeah even the budget like it got um 11 11 million dollar budget and it made mm. about $212.9 million in the box office. So Damn. Really it well. completely, yeah. yeah, it completely smashed the box office. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess especially because, like, kind of headlining, like, Steven Spielberg. Mm. It's, it's kind of like, well, it's a lot, like the big person. Um, it also it got a PG to PG-13 rating, which I was like, okay. <laughs> I actually, I noticed that, um, I think, uh, what's his name? Spielberg. He, the, the people, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the, the, the people who like rated the movie, they complained that it was, had, it was like scarier and he told them to review their, um, rating system and they rated it PG-13, whereas previously, I'm not sure what it was rated, but yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Like, 
So I don't know if he caused them to introduce PG thirteen on top of PG, but um, that's that's it big. gave off the vibe of that that's what happened. But like I don't know, yeah. Yeah, this movie because I think their PG thirteen is like our M or something similar. Uh, or like strange. Yeah, so I I can see it being like an M movie. Like I wouldn't say it's PG because like it's yeah, not no. at all. Like at the start for sure. But then it just gets really gross and really dark and terrifying, and people die. So that's like it's a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. If anyone dies in a movie, it can't be PG because like. Oh, it's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you have anything to add before we get started? Or the cast? Did you want to? Oh uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk about the cast for a second. Yeah. Um. So this was Zach Galligan's first film. Um, oh, Billy. Yeah, this <laughs> Billy, who um, we may have been eyeing off yeah, he's so during the film. <laughs> he's a pretty boy. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and um, apparently um, Spielberg chose him, even though he was, like, an unknown at that point because he had a lot of chemistry with, like, all the people they were casting as Kate. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he was in Gremlins too, and like, he was in a lot of other films, but like nothing I'd heard of. Okay. Is and then we've got older films and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like all older films because like that was his like debut, and like since then he's been in a lot of films because that was in the eighties. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, and then we've got Phoebe Cates as Kate Berenger, who's the love interest. Mhm. And the only other thing that I saw on the list that I'd heard of was Drop Dead Fred that she was in in the 90s. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it, but I have heard of it. Yeah. And I then yeah. we've got Hoyt Axton as Randall Rand Peltzer, who's the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Polly Holiday as Ruby Deagle. I am not entirely sure who she was, but I do know that she was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, most of the people on this list, like most of the main cast, have been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I, when I looked through, like what they've been in, it wasn't anything that I'd heard of. Like even though they were like big, I feel like maybe that was just because it's like American, so maybe they were big in things that are popular in America that True. aren't so popular. Yeah. Maybe there's some characters here and there which I did recognize. Oh uh, yeah. Um, the kid Pete. I think he was Corey Fieldman. Do you? I don't know if you that rings. Have you, have you seen the, um the Goonies? And have you heard of the? Goonies? Oh no, I've heard of the Goonies, but I haven't seen it. No. He's a big Corey's a huge child actor. Like back in like the eighties, uh... a lot of like kids film, all kids and horror, mostly kids films and stuff. But yeah, ah, so I yeah. picked him immediately out of all of them because I've seen him. I also found it interesting that you'd 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 recognize a few people considering like they're all they're all in so many things. Like all these people went on to do so many films. Yeah, um, they Gizmo the the voice actor of Gizmo. Um, have you heard of Howie Mandel? No. Um, let me. What was he? 
I know him from like reality stuff because I think he was in like he was like judges, a judge in like a TV show. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. Um, let me get him up. But mm-hmm. I've seen him in other things. I'm not too sure movies as much. But I know he's done a lot of voice acting for a couple of kids shows back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been in quite a few reality shows like Punked and. Ah, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. He's on like guest appearances in a few shows, but yeah, he's mostly known for his um for being in, like reality TV shows. Uh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that was like that's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, for me, those are like yeah, it is mostly the kid that stood out to me because I didn't really recognize mm-hmm. the rest of them. But yeah, I presume they'd be big, big '80s actors and stuff because it's a pretty big <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, did you have anything else to add? Um, Barney is played by a dog called Mushroom. He oh. was cute. <laughs> and also Steven Spielberg, he had a little cameo moment as a man riding a recumbent bicycle. I don't know what that is, but I just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> That's cool. I like how like directors here and there make guest appearances in films, even mm-hmm. like like not as big like first thing that came to mind was Birdemic and the appearance <laughs> Oh my god. Like <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an icon. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god. Um but yeah, did you have anything else? Um, not on that particular topic, but do you wanna move on to like the the first impressions of the opening of the movie? Yeah. So I basically, I don't have too much about it. I just, Mm -hmm. the main things I wrote down was like, they started off with a very 80s style monologue and you can, the Mm -hmm. music as well. And they have like the typical, like poor 80s audio quality as well, which is Mm -hmm. for a lot of um, pretty early 80s films, along with the long, super duper long 80s intro title screen, which goes on forever. For way too long. Oh, yeah. They have to list, like, everyone, but they keep their names on for so long, I've noticed. Like, they have it there for, like, way too long than needed, and it's just, that's what takes up so much time. But I did Mm -hmm. sort of continue it on. Like, with a lot of films, like, I guess TV shows in particular, like, for me, coming to mind is Twin Peaks. Um, Uh, Okay. Very big. Um, I think it's 80s. Or 70s um, TV show. So what they did, they'd repeat basically the a couple of background images for like 10, for like almost 15 minutes and it would just keep going and they'd have like super long credits and it would just keep going. And a lot of films did that too where they just kept, kept showing the background and they keep showing the credits. So it was just kind of, you want to skip through it because it's boring. But I felt like with this one, they continued on what's going on. Like they... They show a bit of background, but they go straight to the kid and him and his, like, car and stuff. So I kind of mm-hmm. like how they didn't just show us, like, background images and they actually started the movie with the credits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Other than that, that's kind of all I had for first impressions. But, yeah. Yeah. About... Did you have anything else? Um, Not really a 
a whole lot. It's just sort of like it sort of seemed like there was sort of the way they were showing Chinatown was sort of as like this very exotic, like out there kind of thing. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I I guess like in the eighties is obviously there's a lot more both racism and like just like sort of seeing other cultures as more other if they're like not as familiar. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I get that. The way. Yeah. That- the, I guess you could refer to like the lighting and the music and everything around the start. Um, mm. uh, Dad was in Chinatown. It was very yeah. exotic and mysterious and stuff. Yeah, and I think they did that deliberately to sort of and like the way they were showing the Mogwai as being like really just like very exotic, basically. Mm. It's just like a little. It's kind of it's weird to think of that as exotic today yeah because it's more like more i don't know no, 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 white I people are used to it yeah. people yeah anyway <laughs> back then yeah because with a lot of foreign countries in general because for me as well um like movies like aladdin and stuff like that you know what i mean <laughs> i feel like there's a lot more innocence and mystery and like you know what I mean with the films yeah. in comparison to like nowadays with stuff like um with like China like Chinatown or like a Middle Eastern country it's not going to be shown the same way I guess yeah. you know what I mean yeah there was a lot more innocence but I guess they didn't mean it in a bad way if you kind of see the way yeah. they- it's like it's just like oh look it's 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 different it's exotic it's interesting yeah there's more innocence to it, which is it's pretty cool to see, but yeah, <laughs> very different times. <laughs> yeah, definitely different. Yeah. Um, should we move on to the next? Yeah. Yeah. So, I basically for spooky things, I feel mm-hmm. like a while to actually get up to it, like it almost halfway in before things start to happen. I guess it's uh it's when all the rules get broken and things start yeah. getting spooky. It's do we want to mention the rules for a second? Do, do you want to mention or do you want me to? Oh, yeah. Um, so our main rules with the gremlins, I mean, the Mogwai, yeah. uh, don't get them wet, don't expose them to bright light, and don't feed them after midnight, which yeah. is pretty easy to follow. It's like it's three rules, yeah. Yeah. Uh, biggest one being um the don't feed them after midnight. Mm. Yeah. So you'll see the bright light one, it comes into play at the start because there's a couple of scenes where the kid sort of messes up when he shows him his reflection and then you kind of get that glare and it freaks out. So you kind of see mm. that, okay, they don't like the bright lights, so it hurts their eyes. And then later on, there's another kid who comes to visit and he accidentally spills water on the Mogwai, the gizmo, and you see that mm-hmm. the multiply. It's kind of, it's really gross. I don't like that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> sort of like all bubbling and like making sizzling kind of sounds. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, but then the worst one is the the feeding them because that's when they turn into gremlins, basically. Mm. So, yeah. But yeah, those you can see as like it progresses, they start breaking all the rules, and that's when things go crazy. So one big mm-hmm. thing I um that was 
a big like oh god something's gonna happen is when they multiply and the kid's trying to get rid of them so he gets he takes one of them to the science is he a teacher science teacher guy yeah he's a science teacher yeah yeah and he says he lets him test on the creature and you're kind of like oh god this is like this is not gonna end well yeah Mm. yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) um another thing is the do you remember the pupil stage that the the pupil pupil stage stage? um so basically if you feed them after midnight they go through this hibernation stage similar to oh right yeah 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 so the teacher called it the pupil stage so that's when they kind of cocoon themselves in this green like a musky green looking shell naughty looking yeah it's it's gross it's it's even more gross when it hatches because there's slime and shit everywhere and it's like yuck i feel like most of the spooky stuff is more more like gross this there's a lot of really disgusting scenes (laughs) Mm. um yeah um, then it gets it starts getting scarier after that because uh, um, teacher gets attacked and you later see he gets killed. You're like, what the hell? It just it goes from zero to like a hundred so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, you see him dead there, and you're like, what the hell just happened? And like, it goes from like everything being so cheery to like everything just starts going downhill, and you see um the music changes, it becomes really spooky, mm-hmm. and they start attacking um everyone and you sort of see the ones that were kept in um Billy's house they all start attacking Gizmo which was really sad i didn't like mm-hmm. him. he's so cute and i felt really bad but yeah um they get scary and then the the mom comes and she has to defend herself and you see they're like they try they're basically they're trying to kill you they're insane oh um quick little thing yeah uh Originally, before it was like redrafted because it was seen as too dark. Yeah. In that scene, the mum died. The mum died. See, you could. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it coming because there's a scene where, um, I don't know if it would have been this scene, but where the tree falls on top of her and that thing's trying to slit her throat, but mm. like Billy makes it just in time, so it looks like she's about yeah. to. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And, and there's also another one. This will upset you. Mm-hmm. They also had a thing where the gremlins eat the dog. No. Which, thankfully, they did not keep in yeah, because, no. Oh, no. But honestly, like, it was sort of like, it seemed like that was possibly a thing that was going to happen. Mm. Like, like it could have fit into the story, but they ended up just tying him up instead, which I appreciated. It was like, they, yeah, they did that, before, like, right at the start. And that's when, thankfully, the dad takes the dog on his trip with him. Mm. So I'm like, oh, God. Thank God they changed it to that. Like, take yeah. It instead. Oh, my, that would have been so, oh, man. That would have been so sad. I hate that. Like, I was already, like, really upset when they, they were attacking Gizmo. And they threw him down that chute. The, um, mm. wonder oh. Like, I'm so sad. Oh, no. But, yeah, thankfully they changed it. Because that's, like, way too, that's too much. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's dark as it is. I guess it's more gross, like I was saying. Like yeah, right to ki- like when the mom like goes through and kills them. Like she, one of them, she blends up the other. Oh one god, that microwaves, yeah. and you're like, oh. 
Yeah, that was absolutely disgusting. Like putting the blender on and this like green gremlin goop going everywhere. Mm. Ugh. No, but that's not as bad. I feel like the worst scene was when there's like right at the end, there's like one gremlin left and there's a fountain. Oh, yeah. And as water like multiplies them, he puts his hand in and his skin starts bubbling. And I was, oh my God, I was like, I was getting all itchy and gross. And I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. It was so gross. I hated that so much. Mm. But then, yeah, they end up killing it and then just kind of melts away. Yeah, it's like all sort of like dissolving in like a weird, acidic, gross way. It's so disgusting. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And it's just like, it's more disgusting than it is scary. Because, like, mm. the scary scenes are only, like, the jump scares and the tense scenes, like, when um, Billy escapes with Gizmo and they're at night. And the creepy scene with, like, the school. I think they went to this, I don't know, just, like, a swimming pool or something like that. Yeah. They re- they build tension really, really well. Oh, yeah. Like, um, like in the science classroom where the um cocoon thing is happening Mm. um there's like a panning shot to like that slowly reveals what's going on yeah and that it's hatching yeah and it's the same with like his hands when he's like reaching like that really scared me because I was like I was dead sure that they were gonna eat his hand or something you can see like something bad's happening but they do it so slowly as well Mm. but yeah um yeah the tension that was a big thing yeah there's a lot of like scenes where they do that they kind of just build you up so you're kind of at the edge of your seat that's what i really mm. like a lot of 80s films do that like like um halloween and stuff if you remember they were really good at like tension mm. and the like suspense like you know something bad's gonna happen but they just like they keep dragging you along mm. a lot of films these days they they don't they kind of just focus on more so the jump scares so you're, you 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 know something's gonna happen and something bad happens and I feel like it's not as entertaining as like reeling you in you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, the freaking chainsaw! Like when the gremlin <laughs> picks up the chainsaw, like you so closely like you can see the kid looking and his eyes go wide and then in the background you can hear like the chainsaw go off and you're like oh god no, <laughs> just like. Like, if the gremlins couldn't get any worse, like, that's, I know, right? that's how you make them terrible. Oh, that was insane. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what I had down for the spooky, sort of gross stuff. Did you have anything else to add to that? Um, no, I don't think so. But, yeah, it was mainly just kind of the tension was a big one. And, like, there was so many gross scenes. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> mm. Um... Did, should we talk about the cinematography and stuff? Yeah. Um, I did... like how they um, they use, like, a really close frame on the mum when yeah. before she gets attacked, like, to sort of build the tension. Mm. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, I liked a lot of the lighting as well, like, at night time. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they, they use a lot of glowing sort of lighting in the, like, for instance, in, like, the bedroom scenes. Would you see, like, the moon kind of that's that's what it sort of represented, like the moon illuminating in and stuff. It just it was really pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like at when they're traveling out in the snow as well, you'd have like a little like illuminating light sort of shining that way through it. 
So it get mm-hmm. it looked very creepy yet pretty vibe. I like that. Um Yeah. Mm. Did you have anything else for the cinematography? No, I just thought like the pacing was pretty good. Mm. The, yeah. Um, Apart from how long the opening credits were, but anyway. <laughs> um, I also I wrote down a bit for the music as well. Oh I, yeah. Um, the singing from Gizmo, I thought that was really cute and like it is really mm. and pretty. Because you see the Mogwai, not the Gremlins, the Mogwai, they sing. But especially Gizmo, they have this, it's a cute little, I don't know how to describe it, but um, Billy Hughes. Like a very high-pitched little singing voice. Yeah, but it's not like echoing high, it's like it's soothing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm, like Billy was playing with the keyboard and it was like, it was holding, it can hold a tune, basically. It was basically... Mm following each note which I just yeah soothing and nice to listen to <laughs> mm-hmm. I also um I like the use of like how Disney usually does green lighting when something bad happens mm-hmm. um because there's a scene where one of the gremlins escapes and finds the swimming pool and it jumps in and immediately you see smoke and it's all green the green lighting and the bubble mm. ends green as well so like we've spoken a few times on the podcast, but um, Disney in particular use green lighting when something bad's about to happen or to like mm-hmm. represent evil. That's what green does. So I thought that was a nice little thing that they did there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's kind of all I had for the cinematography. Yeah, I haven't got much there to be honest. I think it's just like it's not noticeable, so it's like it's good. Mm. Um, I did have another thing with Mr. Futterman. I thought that was, I've oh, yeah. wrote down a few stuff he said, but I feel like you might Oh, yeah. Have yeah, I've got a couple of things on him as well. <laughs> <laughs> so right, uh, I think it's at the start. Yeah, right at the start, you see a character, Mr. Futterman. I think he's the Billy mm-hmm. Snickle. So yeah. from the start, you can see he's your typical, like, Trump supporter, as you put it. <laughs> yep, he's definitely, he would fit that category very well. Yep, he's that type of guy. So you see right at the start, um, Billy's having trouble with his car and he blames it on the foreigners. He calls it a goddamn foreigner car. And mm-hmm. as you see throughout the movie, you can see that he very much hates foreigners and he blames all the issues on them, in particular the yep. He said that they're the ones who are bringing the gremlins here. Yeah, he said foreigners plant gremlins in the machinery. Mm. And he said that about, I don't know, some car or something. Yeah. I thought it was like, it's interesting how he says those things and like, like no one says anything. Mm. Like the Billy just sort of like goes along with it. And, like, it's, it's sort of played off as, like, oh, he's just a quirky old guy. It doesn't really matter what he thinks or whatever. Yeah. When really he's, like, saying these really problematic things. Mm. I guess it's interesting that they – it kind of shows how those type of people, they're still here. You know what I mean? I thought it was kind of yeah. interesting how we could still compare, like, a lot of people to, like, that type of guy. Like, we could categorize him 
You know what I mean? Is a type mm. modern day American individual or like yeah yeah. That's and it's interesting. I found it interesting because like it's the it's kind of like that's our first introduction to the term gremlins. Like yeah. he says there's gremlins in the machinery and then the Mogwai which come from China well supposedly because it's sold by a Chinese man and yeah. then it's and then they turn into gremlins so it's kind of like it's kind of like perpetuating the idea that it's like a sort of a Chinese invasion. Mm. Yeah, especially and it's interesting, yeah, because it World it, War Two thing as well, like yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's like it's sort of like trying to, in one way, it sort of says that, but also the other thing is that like it it points out that if the Americans actually looked after the Mogwai properly, then mm. it'll be okay. So it's kind of like. In the one sense, it's sort of saying like, if you take care of this thing and like nurture it and like be nice, mm. then it'll be nice back. Exactly. But okay. like, yeah, yeah, like, and it kind like, of can be interpreted both ways, just yeah. because of like the way the gremlins are described, and that's like, I found that interesting. Mm. Yeah. Because you brought that up when they were watching it, and I was like, that's that's really interesting you said that, especially since they linked it here to World War Two, And I'm like, mm. yeah, the whole thing, concept, it's, it's interesting to show how dumb, well, yeah, how dumb a lot of the Americans are. Mm. It's like, it's yeah. not that hard to look after them, firstly, but at the same time, it's just like, wow. Because even at the end, I thought it was interesting because um, the guy who they get the Mogwai of, he basically, oh, he's, yeah. he's like, kind of like, you Americans aren't ready or something like that. He does refer to Billy being almost ready to show that, you know, that I'm mm-hmm. all the same. That, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, um, you boy, mm-hmm. almost ready or something like that. You just need some time. But I thought that was kind of interesting how he just calls them all out. Yeah, like, yeah. I liked that. And, like, the interesting thing is, like, how it sort of shows at the start that the the – his dad just wants to wave $100 or $200 in the man's face and just get what he wants. Because yeah. he's like, here's the money. I need that Mogwai thing. Yeah. And, like, he warns him about how much responsibility it is, but he just doesn't listen. No, and he, he just, like, takes it from the kid anyway. Yeah. Like the, yeah. He exploits them, in a sense. Mm. Yeah. It was like the kid was referring that they needed money and stuff, so that's why he gave it. But it's just... yeah. Like, and I guess he can, like, justify his actions by that. But, like, he didn't consult the old guy before actually buying it. Yeah. He, he got up a kid. Like, wow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, yeah. There was another, like, little race-related thing, which is that the African-American man dies first, and yes. he's the only guy. Yeah. Who's He's the only person of colour in it, <laughs> apart from the um, Asian guy. Yeah, basically. And you don't even see the Asian guy anyway throughout the whole film. It's a... Yeah. Like, most films at the time, it's a very white-dominated film. White mm-hmm. or white America. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Colored guy, but he dies, like, in most films right at the start. Like, the black guy is always mm-hmm. going to die first. Yeah. Yeah. So they do that. In, they did portray him as 
he wasn't a great character as well. I feel like yeah, they didn't portray him very well. They portrayed him as sort of like being not caring towards yeah. the creatures and like doing tests on them. Yeah, basically, yeah, he wasn't in comparison to a lot of the other characters. He was, yeah, I wouldn't say he was uh, he was like evil. He was more like he wasn't nurturing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just one step up from that from the Americans. But, yeah. So that was interesting, but other than that whole thing, I feel like it was pretty decent movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I love all the inventions that the dad made. Oh my God, yes, it was so. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see at the start, oh, you see through the whole thing, like Billy, he tries to, he's so adorable. Oh my God, let me just, mm. so cute and sweet and kind, but he's so useless. Like he tries to help, like especially in the kitchen and stuff with the mom, but like mm. it's not his fault. But at the same time, he's not that good at like cooking, so he's like yeah, he's kind of useless. But also, like he's trying to use his dad's egg cracker thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his con- the dad's contraptions. Like the mom was saying, like at the start they work, and then they sort of just deteriorate over time. Because with the egg <laughs> thing, it like it cracked an egg, and then the rest just kind of plopped in. And then mm. there was another time he was making juice and the machine just squirted juice like everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> like a complete mess. Mm. And insane. And like, cause the dad's trying to sell, that's the whole thing. You see him cause he's an inventor. So he's like going around trying to sell his product to everyone. Like even mm. at the start, um, you see him um, at Chinatown. He's trying to advertise his Swiss army knife looking product but it's his uh bathroom buddy (laughs) like you were saying like it it looks similar to like the swiss army knife sort of situation but it's like bathroom stuff and you see Mm -hmm. malfunctions and it squirts like toothpaste all over him and you're just like Mm. (laughs) um but yeah it's kind of wholesome and funny (laughs) Mm. Um, oh the other thing i really loved is like the the old lady who has all the cats. Oh That's me in 50 years. Oh, my God. I love that woman. It was crazy um, because she gets attacked by the gremlins. Like, at the start, I think I don't know how many cats she had, but we were concerned. Like, we hoped that the cats escaped somehow. Mm. But the woman, I'm pretty sure she'd be dead. Like, she has those chair machine things that, like, for people. Oh, yeah, the, the chair thing that goes up the stairs. Yeah. So they fiddle with the, the gremlins like mess up the wires and she basically she flew out like she that thing went all the way in, she flew away somewhere it was crazy <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh my god it was insane <laughs> but yeah even another thing in this film you see most of the adults when it comes to the gremlins they're like completely useless like mm. um when they get attacked like with the police officers and all of that like they didn't do shit it was mostly like the kids and stuff I feel like they were actually doing stuff like Mm. and the love interest Kate as well as you saw the kid the other kid you see him like a couple of times like he's actually Mm. trying to attack the or like protect himself from the gremlins like you you know what I mean like all the other Mm. dumb to all of this which is interesting (laughs) so yeah um Another thing. Oh my god, that bitchy lady from the start. 
Oh god, yeah. Her. Ugh. Show her too many times. It was um because Billy worked at the bank, so you just saw her like two or three times come there. So like the first interaction you see with her is um there's a mother and her kids who I think they had like money problems or like I think they both lost their job like the husband and wife Mm. struggling to pay back their loans or something like that so they ask for a bit of time and she basically she says no like straight up but she's like really mean about it and like it's insane so from the start you can kind of see that she's awful and then she goes into the bank with apparently the dog I think attacked her snowman Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing like that, yeah. So she, I didn't write down specifically what she said, but she basically went into detail about killing the dog. For Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she'd put it in a spin dryer and, like, uh, like, like you know, like a clothes dryer. Yeah. And, yeah. like, she's just saying all these really horrible things. Like, she sounds like a full-on sociopath. And oh. then, like... She pretends to be more hurt than she actually is. Oh, yeah. Like, when, yeah. Because he brings the dog to work with him, and the dog's kind of growling underneath. So clearly you can see that even the dog doesn't like this person. Like she's, Yeah. And the dog, because she keeps going to detail about killing the dog. She's like, I can't wait. If, if you know, if you don't get your dog under control, like, I'm going to find him. And she keeps going off. She's like, give me your dog. I want your dog now so I can put him down on then she keeps going on and on and the dog like jumps mm. up and attacks her and she's not even that badly hurt but she like you said like she plays it off like it's a big deal to get him into trouble but yeah i think the dog was just playing mm. oh yeah yeah probably but yeah she wasn't even hurt like the dog just jumped on her and then she was just like complaining and it's just mm. it was insane like she's crazy but she hoped that Billy would get fired. But thankfully, the um, the boss was like, didn't make a big deal about it. But then you get introduced mm. to another sort of shitty character called Gerald. Do you remember him? Ugh, Gerald is gross. Oh yeah, he is so. Do cool. you want to talk about what he said to Kate? Um, did you write it down? I didn't. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Hey, Kate, do you want to come and see my new apartment?" As in, like, trying to be like sleazy and trying to be like. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, she's just like straight up to him, I haven't seen your old apartment or something. Just like, because like he's, it's like, that's such a bad way to like invite a girl over or whatever. It's like, so creepy. Like he doesn't stop. Like he just, he wouldn't lay down. Like she's clearly not interested. But yeah, like she's made it, like the fact that he's even like, he's been in an old apartment that he's clearly invited her to before. Yeah. And she's refused. Like, yeah. dude, take a hint. Exactly. But I like, I love, I love Kate. I feel like she's a good character. She's yeah. Like, and she stand, she stood up and she basically told this guy to like, piss off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I like that Billy is a lot nicer to her. Uh, oh my god, their relationship is so cute, Kate and Billy. Mm. Yeah. He's such a sweet guy. Like he's really trying with her. <laughs> mm. Um, I I must say I find it super weird at the end how like she's working at the bar and then all of a sudden it's just turned into a gremlin bar and she's serving gremlins <laughs> and it's just like why are you still here? I never because 
they kind of portrayed the gremlins as like your typical um rioting your stereotypical like people who go to the bar and stuff like you're saying like you know yeah they're basically just like the every single one of them is that creepy guy at the bar basically, basically. they're drunk gross like one of them like flashed her and it was such a weird scene i'm like what the hell Ew. <laughs> And then one of the gremlins tried to rob her, and they are just like, what is happening? But yet, yeah. she manages to get out of there. But that was insane. That whole scene. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of the main stuff I had. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think there was really anything else I wanted to talk about. Was there anything else you wanted to um, cover? There was that, it was kind of funny, the whole 80s animation style. Like, there's a scene where um, the gremlins multiply, and the you see them from a distance, like, there's so many of them running, and they mm. use very old-school 80s animation. So I thought that was... Oh, my cool. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I think I've kind of said everything about it. Mm. But yeah, what yeah. final thoughts on the film? Um, I liked parts of it. Parts of it were problematic, but overall, like, I, I enjoyed. And it was also very gross in times. Oh, yeah. I think I did actually see parts of this film, like, as a child. And I, like, because, like, as I was watching it, it was, like, reminding me of, like, I feel like I remember, like, little bits of scenes, like, subconsciously. <laughs> it's one of those films that I think you'll forget. <laughs> it's just, yeah. back once, it's like, once you watch it again. Because I feel like most people have seen it because it's a pretty mm. film in general. It's quite traumatizing though. Um, yes. Good thing is that they didn't, they kind of revised most of the, like you were saying, of the script. Because I feel like if they kept a lot of that stuff in, it would have been way more traumatizing and like definitely yeah. for kids. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah. Do you have anything else? No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked the film quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Other than, I thought it was pretty good, other than the, I feel like the gross bits were a bit much. I was kind of like, uh, it sounded like that. Especially like mm-hmm. the bubbling thing, that was like, it was oh, yeah. so Ugh. much. Ew. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but yeah, it's a great film. I think we're both mm-hmm. low-key in love with Billy. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have written in my notes. Um, oh, it's just I needed a lot of trying to find it, but uh, I just wrote <laughs> about Billy. <laughs> He's so pretty. Oh man, we were like swoony the whole time, but yeah, I feel like he really made the film for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a great film. It's a nice Spielberg film. It's, yeah, it's very spooky and get a bit much at times, but yeah. Mm. I'd rewatch it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd rewatch it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's all we've got now. Yeah, I think that's all for this week. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it from us. So bye for now. Yeah. Goodbye.